Hello and welcome. My name is Andrew and this is the Who That Discussion, a New Orleans Saints podcast where we talk about all Saints news, opinions, and reactions. And this is going to be another off-season edition of the Who That Discussion. But the OTAs are keep on going on and, um, you know, the... Some veterans are getting more acclimated to the team. We have some Saints news. Um, we covered a lot of Saints news on the um, our live stream, our first Saints live stream on our YouTube channel. If you didn't listen to that, we're going to do a quick rundown of that. And then we have some new news about Darren Sproles. And that's going to lead us into our main topic of the top five running backs of the Sean Payton, Drew Brees era here as... I, look, to me, I was talking about a little on the film study as we were talking about some running backs that could make the Saints Hall of Fame and stuff. But I mean, it meant the live stream, excuse me, there. But I really do think that these running, there are a lot of great running backs. And to how to rank them is going to be really difficult for me. Um, I have kind of a list here, but it's a fluid list because, look, when you're looking at these five running backs I picked, all of them did a lot of really good things for the Saints. You only have one player that's on my list that's still on the Saints, which is kind of interesting. Maybe two. Um, I think that's going to bring us right into some Saints news as. Darren Sproles stated that he wants to come to the Saints and possibly sign a contract with them, the Eagles, or the Chargers. One of those three teams he said he would sign with. Everybody else, he said, probably thanks, but no thanks. I retire. But he wants to go back, win a championship. And what a not better team to do that with um, than with the Saints. Looking at Sproles' stats, look, last year he did get hurt. He did start two games, but he only played in six. Um, he ended up with 120 yards, one touchdown, and... Um, 15 catches for 160 yards, two touchdowns. But look, his best years were with the Saints and also with the Chargers. Rushing, his best year was with the Saints in 2011 when he had 603 rushing yards, two touchdowns. And then also he did have 86 receptions, seven touchdowns, 710 yards. He was the Alvin Kamara, probably maybe a little worse, but still. Uh, Darren Sproles is amazing, guys. He's great for the Saints. Um, he played three years for the Saints. And to me, look... If he wants to come back here, win a championship, you definitely got to do that. He had over in those three years, he hit over 100 targets twice. Um, he had over 85 all three years. Look, he's a great player. He had over 70 receptions every single season for the Saints. He had uh, 16, excuse me, 16 touchdowns receiving, and he had five touchdowns uh, rushing the ball, 21 total. He was a great player. If he could come in here, obviously he's not going to do that, guys. That, that's history. We know that. But if he can do – look, last two years, he had two tough years, two season-ending you know, injuries there. But if he comes in to like a 2016 year – I know that was a couple of years ago, but he had a really solid year, 438 yards, two touchdowns, 52 catches, 427 yards. So he wouldn't do that for the Saints. We all know that because the Saints already have their two running backs. But if he was that third running back coming out of the backfield on a third down, you know, kind of just playing that three-back system, and he could give Kamara that break that maybe you know Ingram was able to give – but Latavius Murray can't, and you know a little pass catching ability. I think this is a perfect signing for the Saints to just definitely shave out and you know weed out some running backs that maybe you didn't want in your three spot, but maybe had to put. But now you get a nice running back that you get to put in there with Darren Sproles. Very shifty, we know that. Hard to tackle, we know that. As Saints fans, you know we saw it in action. He was a point, you know, a big pinpoint to the Saints doing some really great things on the offense 2011, 2012, and 2013 overall. Really, it would be really big for the Saints to get him. I think everybody would say that because, look, I wouldn't say it's really big, but it's just a good player, another good veteran depth player that probably will give similar output to that third guy that can probably give you those 20 catches or whatever it is. And he could be another option out of the backfield, you know, slot him out to the slot. Uh, you know, you could do whatever. And it's, to me, that's really big 
signing. Not big signing. Be a possible big signing for the Saints. I don't know if he's going to want to come to the Saints. I don't know if the Saints are going to want him. But to me, look, I'd be all for that. You know, definitely go in and get him. And then also we talked about a couple of players that the Saints did sign. And that was Buck Allen and uh, Matthew Days. Buck Allen, he'd be a really good third running back. Come in here. He could do a lot of great things. If someone got hurt, he'd fill in there nicely for a couple of games. Um, he does get a lot of catches. That's obviously a really big thing. Um, 35 catches in 2018, and then 46 catches in 2017. That's better than Darren Sproles, what Darren Sproles did. So maybe he's a better player than Darren Sproles at this point in his career. But, I mean, obviously his best year was in 2017. You know, um, six touchdowns, 600 uh, rushing yards, 250 receiving yards, 46 catches. He did a lot of great things in an offense that – um, wasn't very good until Lamar Jackson got there, and then he wasn't really playing once Lamar Jackson was in there. So they weren't doing much when he was in there anyways in 2018, 2017. Now, look, they were they were subpar. I think a lot of people would say that. They didn't do a lot of great things for the Ravens, and, you know, look, they didn't make the playoffs. So, look, good signing. I like what the Saints did here. Get put that another player that can, maybe he battles with Darren Sproles, best player gets it. But I think that's really big. I think, honestly, the biggest reason for Darren Sproles over Buck Allen is that Darren Sproles could play special teams. And, you know, Buck Allen can't. Matthew Days can play special teams. Buck Allen can't. And when you're trying to make a roster, that's obviously a big part in these, you know, third, you know, running back spots and stuff like that. So I think, all in all, that's really what it is. The Saints, they're trying to stock up on running back, which is obviously big. They have a lot of depth there. And just continue that depth. I think that's what the Saints should do um, at the running back position also Derek Cook getting more acclimated making more big catches um Sean Payton talking about even bigger things for him same with Drew Brees Drew Brees actually did say though that he is a little disappointed that the Saints didn't sign Mark Ingram he felt like nothing against Davis Murray he said that but he was a little disappointed that they couldn't bring a deal together which I think is fine there there was an article put up by the advocate talking about Eli Apple I think that look I think he's gonna make a lot of strides coming into the second year that's what they think as well in an interview he said the same thing he's just getting more acclimated to the offense I think all that is just really big I completely agree with that so that just makes perfect sense in my mind he just he wanted to come in here and just look it's tough coming into to a team like seventh week like he came in here and you know to excel like he did was really big now we got to do that again so we'll see what happens but really really good stuff I think overall for Eli Apple and I think he's going to continue to get better as we said on you know, last week's episode i think now we're going to get into our main topic though and that is going to be we're going to rank these running backs um in the sean payton era top five for me i'm going to give you my top five and then um guys in the comments below talk about it definitely uh, message me on twitter um definitely tweet me leave a comment on those in that post to show me your top five running backs of the drew Brees sean payton era i think this is just I, i really like this topic because really interesting a lot of great players in it and a lot of players that really revolutionized the Saints' offense. So we are going to start off at number five, and that is going to be Darren Sproles. And four and five for me were tough. I did have Reggie Bush in that four spot. But Darren Sproles, to me, he was – we already talked about him, but he was a player that came in here after Reggie Bush, and we thought it's hard to be hard to replace Reggie Bush, right? Reggie Bush did so many great things. He, he won a Super Bowl with us, and I think that's why I put him over. Really, that's why I got him over Sproles here. And what did Sproles do? He came in, and he was really everything Reggie Bush was. Um, he came in here, did a really nice role. When you look at it, this is what you wanted him to do. He had 86 catches in 2000. That 2011 offense was just so good. 
Um, when looking at it, they had Jimmy Grant, they had Marcus Colston, they had Sproles, they had Devery Henderson, Eachum, Lance Moore, you go on and on. That was just such a great team. And, you know, Darren Sproles was a huge part of that in 2011. He um, he caught the touchdown that um, broke the yards record for Drew Brees. I remember that. And I just think, look, his shifty ability, his ability to come out of the backfield, his ability to catch screen passes, everything just made him just a really solid player for the Saints. I know he only played three years. That's why he's probably not higher on my list. But, again, I think he did a lot of great stuff. On to number four, as I said earlier, kind of spoiled it. That's going to be Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush, when you come in here, he, on the Saints, he was not as good as advertised. I'm not going to say that. Even though he did have a 1,000-yard rushing season for the Dolphins a year after the Saints let him go. But he wasn't as – I'm not going to say that because he was not really as advertised for the Saints – he did have some really great years, and he won the Super Bowl with the Saints. Obviously, that's going to help him out. And look, he played a longer time for the Saints. He played the whole rookie contract, where Darren Sproles only played three years, and that's really why he's over Darren Sproles. That first year, he had 88 catches, um, 742 yards, two touchdowns, and then he also had two, uh, six rushing touchdowns and 565 yards. He was definitely that player that came in there, just star player almost. Really great player. He came in there. He was a great punt return player in 2006, 2007. Same stuff. He was really put up the same output, you know, 75 catches. He was just, again, had a really good year. Same in 2008, but he didn't play. He got hurt. So he didn't get to, you know, play every single game there. So he only had, um, you know, 404 yards on 106 carries. Um, and he had 52 catches for 440 yards. But very similar output there. And then the Saints win the Super Bowl. He comes in with that three. Remember that trio with Pierre Thomas, um, Mike Bell, and... Reggie Bush, he came in here, five touchdowns, um, eight total touchdowns. He came in with, you know, 70 targets, 50 catches, 335 yards, very solid. When you're looking at pure talent, I think that that's where Reggie Bush was at. He was at the top. Maybe him and Alvin Kamara, who will come off later in this list. He did leave the Saints, went to Miami for two years. He had two solid years. He even had a solid year in Detroit before really falling off. Look, to me, good career. Um, really good job for the Saints. He has that ring. Did really good in the postseason. I'll pull up his postseason stats real quick for the Saints. He was big in 2006. 2009, he was, again, had seven yards of carry. He had a punt return. He had a touchdown receiving. I believe that was in the um, – I think it was in either – it was the Cardinals the Vikings game. I think it was the Vikings game, though. Don't hold me to that, though. I, I know he had the punt return in the um, – in that in that game against the Cardinals, which was just that was just like a cherry on top. In 2010, he also was you know in the playoffs of the Saints, so he had a lot of trips to the playoffs. I think he was just more impactful player than Darren Sproles, and you know he was the player that changed the franchise. Him and Drew Brees really you know they brought him in with the third pick, and you know he did everything. You know Reggie Bush is always going to be in the Saints' hearts, Saints fans' hearts because of that because he was the person that helped change this franchise he came in here with Drew Brees and Sean Payton said we're gonna make the playoffs this year and he did really I mean not many players could come in there after Katrina come in here and succeed like he did right away right away with 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 McAllister on his way out and Bush coming in it was to me it was a really um it was a solid job he had a lot of pressure on him coming from the Heisman Trophy to the third overall pick and he came in and um he did he did good stuff look is he the best was he probably worth the pick Eh, you can debate about that. Help the Saints win a Super Bowl, so, you know, you're going to say yeah. But some people may say no, and I'm fine with that. But I just think that when looking at it, he was a player that came in here, revolutionized the offense, helped Drew Brees bring this title. And then also, he was a tone setter. He was the one that brought out the bat during the playoff game in 2009 to bring the wood. 
he was that guy. I, I just think that's really important. And um, I think it was just really big. Now the top three. And look, there's probably going to be a lot of discussion here. Um, I, I think those two are, th- that's a good ranking there. But now you're into this top three, which you could really put them anywhere. And it's tough because I'll just tell you the three and then I'll tell you the order. It was Alan Kamara, Mark Ingram, and Pierre Thomas. Alan Kamara came in and look, he's a stud. Right out, Pro Bowl both years. He was a player that revolutionized the Saints offense really in these two years. <laughs> when you're looking at it, he had in 2018, he had a total of 18 touchdowns and 13 touchdowns in 2017. He had all-purpose yards. He had over 1,500 both years. When he had 6.1 yards carry in 2017, 4.6 in 2018. When you look at yards per catch, 9 in 2018, 10 in 2019, uh, 2017, excuse me there. He's a player that he's going to be a star. It's going to be tough to put him as the best. He is the best talent. He's got to play more time. That's why I don't think he deserves his number one just yet. He is the best talent, but I don't think he has the best legacy yet. Um, even though, look, in the playoffs, he did do a lot, especially this year, 2018 for the Saints, where he had 15 catches in two games, 131 yards. He did have a touchdown, two touchdowns in 2017, but I think he was more of a factor um, last year. And to me, I just think that he came up and he showed up in that Rams game. I think he had 10, 11 catches. To me, look, I think Alvin Kamara is a great player. We'll get to where we put him on in there. Another player that we're going to have in here is Pierre Thomas, Saints Hall of Famer. Um, he did a lot of stuff here by, I mean, look, from 2007 to 2015, uh, 2014 when he played for the Saints. You know, that's eight years, first of all, for a running back. That's huge. He came in here and just, especially when you're looking at the years that he's had, look, they're maybe not, they're probably not, they're not as good as Darren Sproles three years. And he did play longer than Reggie Bush with the Saints, but they're a little better than Reggie Bush's. And he just, the stuff that he did, especially in like 2009, where he had 800 yards, six touchdowns, and then added 302 yards. When you're looking at the stats, he doesn't really come close to what Alvin Kamara did, but he did it for much longer. He won the Saints the ring, which is huge. He had a touchdown in the Super Bowl. And he, to me, I just felt like he always came up big in the playoffs. Um, yeah, he did. I mean, when you look, he had... Um, he did really good in that 2009 run where he ran for, you know, he was the leading rusher on the team. He had a touchdown. He did really good uh, receiving the ball, too, with 12 catches, 111 yards, two TDs there. He did a really good job. 2011, he led the team in rushing again. 2015, he did play a playoff game for the, for the Washington Redskins, but he didn't win anything. But to me, he came in here, won the Saints the Super Bowl. He's definitely up there. And then their third player is Mark Ingram. He's a player that he has longevity. In my mind, he had two Pro Bowls. I mean, you could have probably added more in there. But look, this is what I'm going to put up, these stats. You're going to look up yards per carry here. First two years, he had four yards a carry. Then 2013, five yards a carry. 2014, 4.5 yards a carry. 2015, 4.6 yards a carry. 2016, 5.1 yards a carry. 2017, five yards a carry. And 2018, he had 4.7 yards to carry. He was a great player for the Saints. And then when you he also got the receptions too. Um, since 2014, he had over, he had just about 30 receptions or over every game. He had 29, 2014. After that, he had 50, 46, 48, 21. Um, that 21 was only in the 12 games he played with the Saints. Only started six of them there. So I think, look, 
Ingram Kamar had two better years than him, but can we put Kamar ahead of Ingram? That's going to be hard to do of all time. But first, I'm going to name the number three in my mind. That's going to be Pierre Thomas. Pierre Thomas, to me, just didn't have the stats to be the number one here. He had the longevity. He had the legendary performance in the Super Bowl. He's a fan favorite, pros pro, Saints Hall of Famer. We all know that. But the one thing that I wouldn't put him higher on this list is he was always in that, you know, three-man tandem, whatever it was, if either it was Pierre Thomas, Mark Ingram, and Darren Sproles. He was always in that three-man uh, three man rotation there, excuse me, there. And to me, even though he was usually the leading back on those teams, it's hard to put as your best running back. He, knew he never was a bell cow. Ingram did have two years of a bell cow. Alvin Kamara, he didn't really, but... He had the receiving to, I think, make him a bell cow over 1,500 yards twice. Just to put that in perspective here, there was only – no one else on this list did that. Only Mark Ingram did it once, but no one else even came close. See, like, that's the types of things that I take into consideration as well, just what they did receiving, what was the impact. And, look, Pierre Thomas, fan favorite, love what he did with the Saints, but I'm going to put him at third here. Then it's between Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara, the two guys that, you know, boom and zoom. And this is where, look, I can go back and forth on this. I think Kamara will surpass Ingram, but he hasn't yet. And Ingram is, to me, the Saints' best running back of the Sean Payton Drew Brees era as of now because, look, he's got the numbers. He's the leading rusher. He's the most touchdowns. And I think he's just done more Ingram than Alvin Kamara right now. Alvin Kamara, to me, is the better running back per year. Since Alvin Kamara's came into the league, he has had more impact than Mark Ingram. But it's only two years. Mark Ingram, he played his whole career with the Saints before this year. And he had, look, he played the playoffs three times, never the um, Super Bowl, but he was really good last year. I felt like, you know, did enough. He had some really big runs. He only had one touchdown, though, in those in these playoff games. He ended up playing six playoff games and 300 yards, one touchdown. Looks not the worst. Um, you're 4.3 yards a carry. It's not like he got worse in the playoffs to me. Overall, he did a good job. He did really good in 2013. Um, when they when they played two games, he had um, you know 5.2 yards of carry, and they played some tough teams that year, both on the road. They needed to run the ball, and Ingram was able to deliver on that a little bit. So that's obviously really big there. But I just want to talk about Kamara for a little bit because he is our number two slot guy here. And Alan Kamara, he's a player that I think Pro Bowl first two years, which is obviously a huge honor. But then you got to look at it. You got to look past that and saying, look, he won Rookie of the Year. That's another huge honor. Brought the Saints to the playoffs. He helped turn this tide around of this part of the franchise. People thought that Sean Payton, Drew Brees, was dead. He came in here and completely changed that. He was a third-round pick that people thought mm, could be good. What are the Saints are doing? They're bringing Adrian Peterson. They're bringing in Mark Ingram back. And he just popped off the page. He just so good. Does good in preseason. Then does good in the couple games of regular season. They traded Peterson. And then, boom. Look, he's been doing it ever since that. Um, and he's been making plays for the Saints, making huge plays, making clutch plays, winning games for the Saints, eating airheads on the sidelines. I got to give him full credit because he is talent-wise, and for the last two years, he's been the best Saints running back I've ever seen. He's been one of the most impactful players I've ever seen, you know, that's not a quarterback for the Saints. Look, between him and Mike Thomas, I don't know where this team is without those two players right now. And 100%, you got to give this to Alvin Kamar because I think, look, he has a really good year next year as a bell cow. I think he surpasses Ingram. Because he's going to be the reason that they go really far. He's going to have to have another good year. He's going to have to stay healthy. He's going to have to do all that stuff. And he's at number two right now, but he can move up to number one. And Mark Ingram, this is kind of like my goodbye to him. He did everything that things wanted him to do. And when you're looking at that that's, that, that's what you have to do as a player. He did anything the Saints wanted him to. He took Alvin Kamara under his wing. He took less carries. 
he took this, you know, he helped take this team back and he rejuvenized them as well with all the post-game interviews, doing post-game interviews with Kamara, being that father figure to Kamara, not father figure, but that player, the, the veteran type player with Kamara, that's huge. Um, he was the one that blocked for Drew Brees. He would, you know, especially in the 2016, when they didn't have that Alvin Kamara, they didn't have Darren Sproles, he would take screens and stuff, and that was not his best, and he got better at it. He got better at it throughout his career. He was able to catch balls. He was able to catch screen passes, and he did a really good job at that, so you got to give him that job for getting better. You saw him get better. He's choosing the holes that he would uh, pick. He did that boom potential. He had it throughout his whole career, but he got better and better each year, and to see his growth as a player, as a Saints fan, is obviously... Really nice to see as a player. He got better every single year. And even when I remember he got benched for Tim Hightower, I'll never forget that. And then he came back and he was great. That's just the stuff he wants here. He's a bounce back player. I bet he'll be great with the Ravens next year. I, I, I do believe that. He's a player who got better. He always um, you know, did what he was supposed to. And he was just the ultimate pro's pro. Great locker room presence. And honestly, I you know, you can't put anyone better on this list, I think. Who do you guys think? What do you think is the best here? Do you think that Alvin Kamara should be up here? Do you think that I picked the right cho- choice with Mark Ingram? Do you think Darren Sproles is better than all of them? Because well, his numbers in those three years should be in that tier. What do you guys think about Reggie Bush? Do you think even he should be in the top five? Do you think he should be number five? Do you think he should be higher on our list? What do you guys think there? So now we're going to move on to some Who Dat Nation fan questions. This episode, we did get a question from Saints Fan 1, and he asked, biggest position improvement. I'm going to go here at the tight end position. I think that this this group that they're putting in this year is 30 times better than what they put last year. I really love Jared Cook. I'm not going to probably go into it even more because we all know how much I like him. If you've been listening to the show for a while, he's my guy that's going to be, I think he's going to have that Demario Davis type impact. I think he's going to catch probably more than 50 balls. I think he's going to have more than eight touchdowns. I think he's going to have a really good year. Um, that's just me. I think Alazi Mack is going to be a player that's, I think he's going to be a really good player, better than Dan Arnold was. I think that's an upgrade. And I think Josh Hill coming in there, I think he's really good as well. And then also you do have Dan Arnold there as your depth player. So um, look, that's just what I feel there. But I think that that's the best. And look, who, who would you even put there? It's tough because who else? We didn't, I would say, guess defensive, the interior defensive end. Maybe the interior, the interior offensive line. I think we got better in that as well. But I don't think as much as the tight end. Tight ends, they knew it was a problem last year. And to me, they got 10 times better. So with all that said, I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. If you like this podcast and like everything we're putting out here at the Houdat Discussion, please follow us on Twitter at the Houdat Dis, on Instagram at Houdat Discussion, on Podomatic at the Houdat Discussion. And then also you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, iTunes channel, Google Play channel, Spotify channel, all that fun stuff at the Houdat Discussion. On Spotify, please give us that, you know, that heart button there. Um, on iTunes, give us that five-star review. The more five-star reviews you give us, the more content we can put out on YouTube. Hit that thumbs up button. Uh, hit that notification bell. Leave a comment down below. That actually for anything. I really want to hear your questions, guys, as well. If you're listening and have a Saints question, just drop it down below. I really would like that just so I can answer it on the show, or I'll even answer it in the comments if you want me to. Just tell me. I just want to talk more with Saints fans, just like we did during our first live stream. If you guys like that, tell me for sure, because then I'll be doing more live streams um, to come. Same with um, the film studies. We're going to hope to get some of those out. And then with all that said, I want to say thank you, finish the deal, and who dat?
Whoa, whoa.